from day one, the glory of God shook this place. I want to give you a quick testimony. Yesterday, they brought a, a young girl up stage. She was born with a kidney on the outside of her body. Who remembered that girl? Um, they they sent me pictures of her as a baby where the, or the livers rather, the liver, it was the liver. The liver, they showed me the picture of the liver that sat outside. And she's one of the few that survived that as, as a child. So yesterday we prayed. This morning they sent me a message. They said, you won't believe us. That liver popped back. I can put my hand in it. <laughs> the, the mom, I said, I said to her, send me, send me pictures. She sent me pictures. She says, listen, I can put my hand. There's a gap. I can put my hand in the gap. So Jesus is the life in this place. I said, Jesus is the life in this place. Jesus still does miracles. And he never will change. You know, I believe one thing that COVID came to, you know, the devil used the COVID to struck the church and to try to stop the church. You know, we're not going to go into politics. I know for a fact these churches today that's closed down completely. They can't make it financially. Ruined. Absolutely ruined. Um, there's so many ministers that, you know, that I speak to on a weekly occasion. They just, they just don't feel like going back to ministry. When I was spending time in America, I was told 300 preachers a week dies of a heart attack during this COVID. 300 per week during the COVID alone because they can't handle the stresses of ministry. So when God sp spoke to me about starting the 30-day revival, what is the revival? Everything that seems dead and dormant must come back alive. I said, everything that seems dead and dormant must come back to life. You know, Jesus says, as it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth. Who believes that in heaven there's no lack? Okay, I want to speak to the real. Who believes there's no lack? There's more than enough. There's overflow. Well, tell your neighbor, from this night, I'm going to walk like heaven. I'm going to receive what God's word promises me to receive. Who believes that? So God said to me, people will be revived in their physical bodies. I know that for a fact. Most of the miracles that happened there, I already saw my prayer room. People lost weight supernaturally. They said, you can't lose weight supernaturally. A guy, you know, he commented, you can't lose, just go on a diet. I said, it's the same like your sin. Jesus can't forgive your sin. I don't know, he can. Okay, so, oh, he can do all things. He can forgive your sins. He can make people, he can do whatever he wants to do. He is El Shaddai. Come on, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. So the Lord spoke to me, said He's going to revive people's physical bodies. He's going to revive the sleeping church. Let me say that one more time. He's going to revive the sleeping church. The sleeping church will experience God's glory. We did. And this is not over. Let me tell you tonight, there's many sitting in this place that will receive a touch from heaven. You better hear me. The fire of God's coming on you. But one of the other things that the Lord said to me, He's going to revive, and I know I'm going to be hated for this because this is a four-letter word, your finances. I said your finances. Because the Bible says in the last days, the money of the wicked, the money of the unjust is laid up for the just. I don't care what the world says. I'm telling you, God is about to turn your finances around. In Jesus' name, He's going to give you favor, business ideas. Hallelujah. One of the things that God spoke to me about is in the covenant, you will find out. My goodness, sorry guys, are you still standing? Come down, come down. Sorry. I'm, I'm flowing. I forgot all about them. Georgie, sorry. Sorry, my brother. I, I just have to flow quickly, right? I don't want to break the flow of the spirit. So, they just broke my flow now. But in any case... One of the things that I believe 
part of the covenant of God is that people, God's people, you should live a life that you borrow, but you never lend. You can borrow out, but you never have to go and lend. Oh, I'm speaking to the real people. When God made a covenant to Abraham, He said, I'm going to bless you so that you can be a blessing. And the nations will be blessed because of you. Listen to me. Somebody listen to me. The reason why that company you are working for is still open is because you are there. It's because God says, I'm keeping that whole place because of the apple of my eye. And I believe this, and whoever believes this can take this word, but I believe that God is opening up supernatural favor on the body of Christ, and you will walk in the favor of God. While other businesses are supposed to close down, you will not. You will thrive. You will not survive. You will thrive. Come, who believes that? I declare finances in the name of Jesus. You shall live tonight. The yoke shall be destroyed over people's finances in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Many people, when the COVID came, went in absolute lockdown. Do you know what myself and my wife said? Now we're going to feed the multitudes. Every time we receive the single cent. Listen, during the COVID period, I can tell you now, we spent at least 500,000 rand. I think it was about 500 worth of food to people in the COVID. This ministry sold cars to people in the COVID. Why did we do that? Let me tell you why. We've helped people with their homes. Why did we do that? It's because of the principle of God's word. And I'm going to get there tonight. I want you to look, look at the following. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 1. And now I, I want to get those with faith with me tonight because something is going to stir in your finances. We're going to pray over that wallet of yours, your credit card, your debit card. I don't want it. Are we going to pray for supernatural miracles? Look at me quickly before I'm going to read this. Let me just testify. I was standing in Cape Town. I was preaching to a large, quite large church. And the Lord said to me, he's blessing people tonight. Yokes will be destroyed financially. I said, there's people tonight, yokes will be destroyed in Jesus' name financially. And then I felt in my heart, there's a person mocking me in the church. I felt it. God says, they're mocking you. Prove what I said is real. I said, I want to prove to you. Switch on your cell phone. And then I said that, switch on your cell phone. I said, and as you switch it on, you will see money coming into your account supernaturally. You've been praying for it, and God shows He's God. He will answer a fire. A guy jumped up from the back. He ran to the front. He picked me up. He started swinging me through the air. He says, look at this, look at this, look at this. Supernatural financial breakthrough, as he asked for. I was standing in a church. The church was about to go down. There are no finances. I said to the preacher, I said, God says He's restoring it to you tonight. As I said it, 140,000 rand came into this meeting. Why do, I say, why do I say these things? Because I never preach something without heaven tells me, this is what you're going to say. Okay, you didn't hear me. If I preach on finances, it means finances must manifest. How many of you were here the whole week? If I spoke on the anointing, there was an anointing. If I spoke about the Kabbat glory, it was hovering. If I spoke about miracles, there was miracles. Now... There's a lot of people that says, well, you may still reach people, don't go to heaven. That's not in the Bible. Please show me that scripture. I know what they're going to quote. Well, it's more difficult for a rich, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich man to go into heaven. Read the scripture. There's, money doesn't take you to hell. The love of money does. Money is not the root of all evil. If it's the root of all evil, you better quit today. 
phone your boss, tell your boss, I'm not coming back to work. Money is the root of all evil. I'm going to hell because of money. Come on, pick up your phone and tell your boss, take your job and shove it. Money is evil. It's not what the Bible says. The Bible says money is the, or the love of money. That's the root of all evil. So when you love money more than you love God. When Jesus spoke that parable, he was asking a rich man to sell all his belongings and follow him. If that rich man said, okay, Lord, I will do, Jesus would have said, keep all your belongings. I know that you love me more than your riches. But the reason Jesus knew his heart, this is why the Bible says that uh, the scripture says where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So when God blesses you supernaturally and he changes you up here, you've got a problem. Money should never change you. The only way to master money is to treat money as a servant. I'm going to say that one more time. The only way to master money is to treat it as a servant. Don't work for money. Allow money to work for you. Did somebody hear me right now? So many people work for money and they end up with nothing because the principle is wrong. Romans 1 says that God will take you from faith to faith. Come, I'm speaking to people of faith. You will not stay on this level of faith after this night. God is taking you from one dimension of faith to another dimension of faith. I said to another dimension of faith. What I need to change is here. I need to change your mindset. Come on, we have the mind of Christ. I'm not of this world. Is somebody listening to me? The kingdom that I'm from is not from this world. This means that I don't abide by the laws of finances in this world. This means that when there's a famine, I'm still the hate. This means that when there's lack in a nation, I'm still the hate. No, you didn't hear me. This means that when my neighbor has drought, I am still the hate. Am I speaking to the right crowd? Romans chapter 1 verse 17. For in the righteousness of God is revealed, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed, from faith to faith, as it is written, and this is where I want to come to, the just shall live by faith. Say with me, the just shall live by faith. How would the just live? How would the just live? This means the just speaks about the righteous. Those who's right, those who are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, you are the just. It says you will live by faith. Now look at me. You will just live by faith. I didn't prepare that. It just came to me. The just shall live by faith. So you better say, I will just live by faith. I will just live by faith. One more time. I will just live by faith. It means when I'm just, I'm operating from another dimension. I'm operating from faith. And do you know what is the most successful thing ever? If I apply kingdom principles over my finances, if I apply kingdom principles over my body, let me quickly explain to you. A lot of people get healing and then they go home and they forget about God. And then they get sick again and then they come back again. I can't explain to you how many church folks calls us from everywhere. Please pray for us. Our pastor doesn't pray for us anymore. So they come and then they get prayed for and they run off. They get, don't get filled with the word. They don't change their lifestyles. Then they get sick again and then they say it didn't work. What did Jesus say? Go and sin no more. Lest something worse comes upon you. Jesus didn't say go and sin less. He didn't say go and sin less. He said go and sin no more. Sin takes people to hell. It kills the body. Is somebody listening to me? Come on, shout Hallelujah. So if you apply the word of God over your physical body, it means that God will keep you healthy. 
When you fear God, when you walk upright, come on, that's what the scripture says. He will keep me in perfect health. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You shall not want when he's your shepherd. Not when, he's your, not when he is your bailout. You didn't get this. Too many people use God as a bailout and not a shepherd. A shepherd leads you. A shepherd instructs you. Come on, somebody better hear me right now. Lord, heal me. Allow him to be your shepherd. Same with finances. They said, why don't, my fi- why, don't, why don't finances come to me? Why are we struggling? Now, I want to tell you, if, if, you, if we apply the word of God, there's no way. Because God says in the book of Psalms, He says that I will never break my covenant with you, nor will I alter any word that comes from my mouth. This means that when we apply the word, God will not say, wow, 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 hang on now. Let's just change that a little bit because I made a mistake. I made a huge mistake. The promise is too big. Not what he says. He says, I promise I will never break a covenant. I promise I will not alter any word that comes from my mouth. This means Deuteronomy 8.18 still applies to me and to you. You shall, you shall, you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. Now, if, if rich people goes to hell... Abraham is in hell. Job is in hell. Moses is in hell. Solomon, he's straight to hell. I think he was in hell in any case with a thousand women. But in any case. (laughs) So the Bible says the just shall live by faith. This means we shall live off the word of God. And I know this applies to also being, you know, receiving your salvation. And, 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 and I, I understand it 100%. But whatever you touch must increase if the word of God is applied in your life. And somebody listening to me. The Bible says God gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. How many eaters do we have in this place? Just think you lie. Are everybody on the fast? How many eaters do we have? Lift those hands. So God says He supplies bread to the eater, but He also says He supplies seed to the sowers. So where's the sowers? So God says, I will give seed to the sower. This means there will never be a day in my life that I will not have seed to sow. Okay, you didn't hear me. I prophesy this. There will never be a day in my life where I do not have seed to sow. You know, we said, as, as myself and my wife, we said that this world, nothing's got us. And you know what God did? Took our words and said, let's see. Everything that you can think of, you name it, we've sowed it. You think about it, we've sowed it. To prove that money reaches, does not have a heart. It's very quiet now. There's nothing in this world. You can a bed, I've sowed beds like crazy. Lounges, fridges, clothing, shoes. Watches, wallets, just cars, housing. Go on, let's go on. Deposits to other people's houses. The reason I say this is not to make me sound great, just to tell you that it's impossible for me to stand here and say, you better sow, and I'm not a sower. I'm the second biggest sower in this room. My wife is the first, I'm the second. But in any case, there's nothing in this life that we have not given away. You, you name it, we've given it away. Tinas laughed at me the other day. I was sewing a car. He said, you sew a car, you don't even have your own car. 
That was his words. He said, you sell a car, you don't even have your own car. I said, well, you know what's happening? That so many people don't realize you have to prepare in a time of calm that will keep you in a time of storm. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Now, hear me quickly. Let me just say this. Obedience, obedience will sustain you in drought. Write that down. Obedience will sustain you in drought. Let me say that again. Yes, Holy Spirit. A storm is coming. And the world is not ready for it. No, we have not seen the storm yet. Okay, I need, I need people that will write that down so that when it happens that you can say, this man said it. God spoke. A storm is coming. And most of the world is not even prepared for it. I believe it's dawned upon us. We are coming. We are entering into that greatest hour where the whole world will have to say, give me your Jesus. Give me your Jesus. Because he's the only one that's going to sustain people in this life. So the Bible says the just shall live by faith. When God spoke to Abraham, Abraham was Abram before he was Abraham. I'm going to, I'm going to show you quickly the scripture. There's two letters that God added to his name. A and H. God took a piece of his own name, Yahweh, and put it in Abraham, Abram's name, Abraham. That's where the covenant comes in. What God says now, I'm giving you part of my name, part of my nature. You better hear me right now. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Abraham, take your son, your only son, the son of promise. Go and sacrifice Him. And you know what Abraham did? Yes, sir. Abraham did exactly what God told him to do. And then God made a covenant with Abraham. Please shout covenant. Now, you better understand this too, with me today, right now. Abraham, you know, God the Father, He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Vessel. Do you believe that? We, are, we have covenant rights. The Bible says we are blessed beyond the curse. Please say we'll be blessed beyond the curse. The Bible says Jesus became the curse. So that the blessing of Abraham could also come on the Gentiles who's in Christ. Not the Gentile world, the Gentiles who's in Christ. This means the just. The just in Christ is part of the blessing of Abraham. This means that you should be blessed with livestock, gold, silver, property must be yours. You must be like Abraham and Lot. They have so many possessions that they look at one another and say, listen, we've got a problem here. We have too many stuff. We can't stay in the same city. Come, it's time you tell your sister, move to Pretoria. Because our possessions is too much. All right, guys. Tell your mother-in-law. You better move to Cape Town. We have too much stuff. Because that's what, that's what happened. And here's the thing. Abraham said to Lot, you choose where you want to stay. You choose. I'll take whatever is left. Why? Because Abraham know that I am in covenant with God. Blessed am I in the city. My God. Blessed am I in the field. Blessed is my coming. Blessed is my going. Wherever I put my foot is mine. That's the covenant. Do you understand this? Let me change your mindset and tell you that God's name is not El. I'll get by. Or as most people know him, El Chipo. His name is El Shaddai. Let me say that again. El Shaddai. The God of plenty. 
some people see the glass half full. Some people see it half empty, but they just see it overflow. My cup shall over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to understand something. Then I'm going to go into more scripture. I need to get your mind right. Because the Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And then he tells me how to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, as long as I think like this world, poverty is a mindset. And I'm not just talking about physical money in your pocket. That's not what I'm, but poverty is a mindset. People think money in the bank means riches. That's not riches. Money means nothing. Is somebody listening to me? It's just a piece of paper. It means nothing. But poverty is in the mind. The church world has kept God's people poor. Because you have to be poor to be humble. And what the devil is saying, I've got them. Because how can you shake the world for the Lord if there's no money? Let me just say something bold and every single preacher out there can thank me later. No preacher should beg, send me to Africa, send me to America, send me to Brazil. No preacher. No preacher should have to write on a December when everybody's on holiday, worry what will he eat? What will he present to his children? Oh, it's quiet. I'll give you a scripture. Let me give you one. Can I give you one? Galatians. Open your Bibles to the book of Galatians. You see, he's, he's sitting on the great teaching. Put it on the screen for us. Can we? Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Let him who stored the word share in all good things of him who teaches. Pause. Let him. Sorry. Let me see where I am. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Let him who stored the word, that's you. That's that pastor that you criticize this congregation. Sharing all good things of him who teaches. That's your, pre- you, that's your preacher. Go on. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever man sows, that he will reap also. The scripture says those who teach the word of God must receive double honor. Why should, why should ministers of the gospel beg for money? And those rappers that rap a bunch of nonsense, my milkshake bring all the boys to the yard, and they are. Who let the dogs out? Who, who, who? Snoop Dogg, yo, yo! He's got a private jet. But a preacher should not have a private jet. Come on now. I know I'm going to get your attention. Here we go. My main man. And nobody bats an eye. Hey? I've heard some music that I thought to myself, is people paying for this? They must pay me just to listen to it. But yet nobody's batting an eye. Do you know why? Because Christians' minds are not renewed. When our minds are renewed by the power of God. This is why I've heard a guy told me the one day, he said to me, if this was a mosque, this church building I'm standing in now, it would have been paid up in cash. It would have been, it would have been, listen, they, they said to me, they would break it down to the ground, rebuild everything it was, if it was a mosque. But it's a, it's a church. So what does the world say? The church, you know, don't give that guy money because, you know, he's going to eat too much Kentucky or whatever. 
Christians' minds. God says, God shall not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. If I go to man of God, wherever I am, I always make sure I don't go empty-handed. That's just what I do. I honor them. I always say to the Lord, our desire is to have evangelists sending them into the world and say, where do you want to go? Brazil. All right, there you go. Whatever you do. How much you need? 10 million. Here we go. Go and preach the gospel. It should not be hard. Don't be quiet on me. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Our problem is our mindset has not yet been renewed. We don't have the mind of Christ. When we have the mind of Christ, the supernatural becomes logical to us. Come on, if Snoop Dogg can have a private plane, why can't great evangelists, men and women of God? Why do you need a private plane? Because I am sick and tired of abiding with the mask mandates. That's why. Oh, it's quiet again. They tell you, no mask, no flying. I want to say, take your plane and stuff it. God gave me my own. Come on, prophesy to the dead and dry bones. Hallelujah. Prophesy to the dead and dry bones. Hear the word of God. God wants you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Let me say that again. God wants you to prosper. God does not want you to live paycheck to paycheck. God wants you to live in the overflow, in the abundance that you can be a blessing to others that people can see. So many people, the world teaches us, you have to gather, 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 and tomorrow you die. You know what God said to me the one day as clear as day? It came clear as day. There was something I wanted, personally. Not needed, wanted. And the Lord said to me, everything that you do in this life, if it does not have kingdom, if it is not a kingdom entitled for the kingdom, it's a waste of time. Let me quickly say this to you. God wants you to drive a very nice car. I believe that. But let me tell you, when you die, your Ferrari stays here. You can't say, hey, Gabriel, this is me. I was the one of the Ferrari. You know me. You were the one protecting me every night. When the, when the devil got out, you protected me. It's not going to... These people in hell that had money, but they meant nothing for the kingdom of God. Is somebody listening to me? So when God blesses us to the overflow, He always gives you to that you have more than enough, but also to be a blessing in the world. Now I can get to the word of God because now I started speaking to your mind. I started telling you that there's more than just what you know you have to believe big you have to think big i can tell you personal stuff you know when i started out in ministry i needed three thousand rand a month really three hundred thousand oh no sorry three thousand rand a month three thousand thank you michelle three thousand and every night i wanted to eat chocolates because of depression i got home the other night by the way thank you you guys are great everybody that brings us chocolates and sweets Jeez. I, somebody gave us some chocolates. I took the chocolates. I sat there in the corner. I started just eating my chocolates. Eileen said to me, are you depressed? I said, why? Now I see you with a bunch of chocolates all around. So don't stop the chocolates. <laughs> all right, in any case. <laughs> don't stop the chocolates, Evan. All right, so. <laughs> Listen, I want to quickly say, so 3,000 rand was whew, Huge. Didn't know how to do it. My mindset was stuck on 3,000 rand. And uh, that was huge. That was huge. 
And so God started increasing the ministry, and I was faithful with the little. And I spoke on, on the anointing on Saturday, and everybody was crying, so I'm going to do that one again. <laughs> so you understand what is attached to the anointing. But in any case, it was so big because my mindset only told me this is what God can do for you. Now I want you to understand something. When Jesus spoke to Peter, he said, Peter, who does, who does man say that I am? In other words, what revelation did you receive? What revelation does man have of me? He said that you are called prophet, some call you Jeremiah. Jesus said, that's well, who do you say that I am? In other words, what Jesus said to him, what revelation did you receive from my personality and my character? Peter said, you are the Christ, you are the son of the living God. Jesus said, still, uh, Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. In other words, Jesus wanted to find out because your faith can only be activated according to the revelation that you have. In other words, you can never say God is a provider if you have never revelation that the Word of God teaches that He's a great provider. Am I speaking to the right crowd? It's so easy to receive healing in your body once you have a revelation that He's not just Jesus, He's not just Son of God, but He's healer. It's easy to receive forgiveness once you understand that He's Messiah. Come on, somebody, hear me. It's easy to receive provision once you have revelation that He's provider. Everything that you need, He is. Oh, I'm going to this. Everything that you need, He is. And when Christ is all you have, you have all that you need. If Christ is all that you have, you have all that you need. Somebody listen to me. Because in Him dwells the fullness of God. Everything that we need. My mind was in a box. This is the only thing that God can do. And eventually, God started sending me around the world. My first trip, I needed about 25,000 rand. I nearly fainted. 25,000 rand, Lord. Don't let this come upon me. I promise you. Because my mindset was not renewed. Because I thought that when God calls me to the nations, my first job is to go to my bank account and say, let's just drop a budget. Oh, uh, Lord, there's 25,000 getting there. There's only 19,000. No, Lord, next year, next year, Lord. I'll put it on the back burner. That's not what God says. Okay, I'm speaking to somebody. If you can fund your own dream, it's not of God. I asked God one day, Lord, when will there be a time that I don't have to ask for finances he says never because then you don't need me you have faith in your finances i can go on yes i need to go because you, you want to go home i see before i had church i was always preaching around every december churches invited me overseas every year i went to europe the europe the month of december every single year because in South Africa, churches close down. They don't care about the evangelists. Don't be quiet now. I know what I'm talking about. So you have to go overseas just to be honest. Long story short, this year came and I was invited. I scheduled everything. God says, you're going nowhere. I said, Lord, please, I need to go. You know, Lord. Oh, you know, my children need food, Lord, and it's Christmas Day. And you know, Lord, Christmas time comes and they want the gift. I, I, you, know, you, know, you know the whole spiel, like you, you try to convince God that he does not know what he's doing. I just have to remind you, you don't have to. You just speak the word of God. That's what you do. And so God said to me, you are not going. I called him, I said, listen, I have to cancel. I'm not coming. 
And I moped around the house. I said, now, Lord, you better show me. I have got no idea. They're going to kick us out of the house. We're going to be able to pay anything. That month was the greatest month of that whole year. And do you know why I asked God, why shouldn't I go? He said to me, because I'm going to teach you that I'm your provider. When you work for men, you become a puppet of men. When you work for men, you have to say what men want you to say. Do you, you better hear me right now. But when El Shaddai is your provider, when he's CEO and the director of everything that you touch, then you, are, don't, you don't have fear for men. This is why Vessel Dubrain say it as it is, because my Father in heaven is the great provider. You might say, well, Vessel, I've got 10 million in the bank. I don't need financial breakthrough. No, you, you need. Because where God wants to take you is going to require 100 million. You better hear me right now. Stop thinking small. So eventually the ministry started exploding. We went everywhere around the world. There were certain months that just in traveling, I needed about six, seven hundred thousand rand in cash. And I promise you, I've always said to the Lord, Lord, my goodness, there's no faith. Lord, what do I do? And then the Lord taught me that the only difference between 3,000 and 30,000 is a zero. It's just one note. And I shall not be moved. Lord, I know 3,000, but 30,000, like heaven has a lack of supply. I'm going to say that again. You can write this down. God is raising up the supernatural church that will lack in nothing. Not, if I say the church, it's not just a building. It's, not, it's you personally. You will not lack no more. I see a lot of people take it. A lot of people look at me like, really? Really? If you don't want to take it, I take a double portion of yours. In the name of Jesus. It's in His Word. I have been young and I have been old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor His descendants begging for bread. Come on. My God shall supply all of my needs according to His riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Come on. This is what the Word of God says. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed standing up. I'm blessed sitting down. Come on, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Wherever I put my hand, it's mine. That's what the Word of God says. God says, I will take care of you. Don't worry about what you will wear, what you will eat. Your Heavenly Father shall supply all of your needs. It's not your budget to worry about. Give it to the Lord. If you serve God faithfully, it's no longer your problem. It's His. My God, listen to me right now. I feel the anointing of God in this place. Many times I went to the Lord. One day, I'll never forget, I said, Lord, I have all this stuff to pay. And he says, good, pay it. Because it's not mine. Now, for why is he saying this to me? Give it to me and I shall supply all your needs. Cast your cares upon the Lord. For he cares for you. I was sitting here one, one Saturday. I needed 70,000 rand before midnight in a ministry sitting in here, then suddenly I felt I needed some peppermint crisp thought. <laughs> I promise you. God speaks to you when you have something sweet in your mouth. <laughs> your name is sweet as honey on my lips. Taste and see that the Lord is good. So I said to the guys, I said, come, let's go to spur. This is spur. I need peppermint crisp thought right now. Most of them did not know what was going on. <laughs> I just know I needed to taste and see that the Lord is good. So when I sat there, there was a, a waitress. She came and God started speaking to my heart. He said to me, she's trusting for a thousand rand. I said, good for her, Lord. I'm trusting for 70,000. 
she's got small problems. I said, Lord, let her sit next to me. I'll tell her all my problems, and then she will have no problems no more. I ate that peppermint crisp tart with, with tears running down my cheeks. Is it so nice? Can we bring you another one? I don't know. I'm going to pay for this one, but bring me another one. I really, in my, in my spirit, I thought, why, why now, Lord? I need to pray. I'm not, I shouldn't be eating peppermint crisp tart, Lord. I need to be on the fast. And it came to me, and the Lord spoke, and spoke, and spoke, and spoke. I said to Dylan, Dylan, run to the ATM, draw 500 rand. And he ran to the ATM, and God said, I did not say 500. I said, Dylan, come here. Draw 1,000. If the bank says no, you get another bank, but just draw 1,000. <laughs> so the, he brought me the money, and uh, the waitress, when she brought the bill I didn't I didn't give her the tip so I saw in her face she's very despondent and as she wanted to turn around I grabbed her by the hand I said listen to me God says you're praying for a thousand and I gave it to my she looked at me but I don't know if she laughed danced prayed everything in between tears streamed down her cheeks now I wanted to cry you know and I said wow if God sent me there to test my obedience even if he used peppermint crisp dot Came, came to church when I woke up the Sunday morning there was exactly 70,000 rand there my goodness I can tell you this stories after stories the only thing that God wants us to do is to be obedient doesn't matter what it's going to cost you doesn't matter what the need is God is using us in this hour people of God you are included to be the help to be the hands of Jesus extended is somebody listening to me shout hallelujah if you are with me I'm going to try to get everything in together open up your word to the book of Genesis 26 the Bible says something powerful about Genesis 26 it says Isaac sowed in that land let me run through it quickly. Isaac sowed in, in, in a, a place where there was drought. Hear me quickly. Isaac said, I'm packing my bags. I'm leaving. God says, don't leave. Stay in the land which I have promised to your forefathers. Now, do you know what I love about God? There's a drought. But his promises still remains the same. You didn't get this. God said to Abraham, I'm giving you and your descendants this land. Now suddenly there's a drought in the land and Isaac said, I want to walk away from this. What is God saying? Don't walk away from your inheritance. But Lord, there's a drought. It does not apply to you. Okay, let me speak to this side. Lord, there's a drought. It does not apply to you. The Bible says Isaac dug. The scripture says the enemies they closed up the wells that his father Abraham has dug. And suddenly there's a drought. Isaac, in the middle of the drought, dug holes and he received water. Huh. Isaac found water in the middle of the drought. Do you hear what I'm saying? God can, can cause you to strike supernatural abundance in the middle of a drought. God is not a respecter of man. You better hear me. If God took care of Abraham, he will take care of me. If God took care of Jacob, he will take care of me. If God take care of Job, he will take care of me. How many of you believe that? But do you know what we do? Lord, bless my business. Amen. 
And then you have a pity party. I don't know who go, how are we going to do this. Oh, Lord, everything is falling apart. You just, just give me a brand or something, you know. I need something strong. <laughs> a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Do not believe that you'll receive anything from God. If His word is yes and amen, so must be the words in your mouth. Yes and amen. When the world is in drought, I am the blessed of God. God can cause me to heat water in the middle of the drought. Do this. Do it harder. A little bit harder. Okay, here's the first. When you get this out of the way, it's where miracles happen. Faith has got nothing to do with this. It's got to do with this. It's what's on the inside of you. This is why the just shall live by faith. We live according to the word of God. So here's what God says. There's a drought, but I'm your provider. So who is experiencing a drought? Lift your hand financially. Be honest. Lift both hands, your feet if you want to. His word still applies. You didn't get this. I said his word still applies. That he will bless you beyond the curse. Somebody shout hallelujah. I believe one thing that God can put you on somebody's mind who's in the position to restore all things that you've lost. Let me say it again. God can put you on one person's mind that is in a position to restore all things that you've lost. Come on, Joseph, get out of that pit. For God can cause people to see your face. I was in need one night. Trust me. If I say need, need. 275,000 rand deficit in ministry. And I did it. You know what I did? I laid on my, I prayed about it. Asked the Lord. Remembered him of his word. Got to my bed. Laid in my bed. And do you know what I did? Made a plan. I said, I'm going to do this. Maybe I'll do that. God rebuked me. Right there. He said, I didn't ask you to do anything. I repented. Got back to bed. Slept. Got an email from a woman not in this nation she said to me let me quickly tell you what happened with me last night i thought it's going to be one of those messages that they're going to say uh, you have to pray for me right now and i'm the one that needs prayer <laughs> by the way that's the pastor he's the one that says have faith in god while his faith is being tested so long story short she says we were sleeping last night and suddenly out of nowhere you jumps up and you preaching she says, my dog slept right through it. She said, we got a forever life. We jumped up and here we see you. I never met this woman in my life. Never. She says, and when we saw you on the screen, God says, are you going to listen? Yes, Lord, what's needed? He says, he needs 275,000 rand. She says, I've got no idea what it is for. Paid it into the ministry account. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't hear this. If I made up my mind, I'm going to make a plan C, D, E, F, G, and H. God would have stepped out of the door and said, sort it yourself. But I repented and I said, Lord, it's impossible for me to do these things. Everything that you see me do is impossible. Everything that, if you're close to me, everything that you see me do, it's impossible. It's absolutely the sovereign hand of God upon my life. I tell my children, the glass of water that you drink has been supplied from a company called Jehovah Jireh. 
the bread on the table, you will see the same company called Jehovah Jireh. Come on, you don't listen to me. Because you have to get this right with God and say, God, I believe that literally my hand is big in yours. But it's kingdom principles according to the word of God. I want you to open your Bible quickly. Deuteronomy 28. As you turn there, Proverbs 10 says, The blessing of God maketh a man rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. The blessing of the Lord make you rich, not your hard work, not the deals that you made. The blessing of the Lord, let me say that one more time. The blessing of the Lord does what? It makes you rich. Deuteronomy says, You shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you the power. Did you know that word power is the same word power in Acts 1 verse 8? You shall receive power. God will give you the power to get wealth. He will give you the ability. He's the one who gives you the vision. He's the one who gives you the favor. Listen to me. Whoever takes this, after tonight, there will be favor released upon your life. For all who believe like never before. That's what the word of God says. You shall remember, shout, I shall remember the Lord my God. For it is He who gives me the power to get wealth. If God is not for wealth, then Job, rip it out of your Bible. Can I just quickly say this free of charge and then I'm going to take you to Deuteronomy 28. I always wondered about this. The Bible says Job was upright. There was not a man like Job on the earth. Is that correct? Read it. But yet the enemy came and destroyed everything. I wondered why. And I started reading the scripture. I'm going to give you the answer. Abraham paid a tithe to Melchizedek. The tithe protects. Malachi 3.10 says that when you pay the tithe, that God will rebuke the devour for your sake. It's not written that Job tithed. The tithe protects finances. This is why the Bible says in the book of Haggai that you sow and you have holes in your pockets. You give, but you never go forward. Listen to me. We have to have one thing in mind that if I can trust God. So many people say, I trust God with my life, but they can't even trust Him with 10% of their money. It's quiet now. Oh Lord, 100% my life is yours, but you can't even trust Him with 10% of your finances. Job was not protected. He was upright before God. His heart was pure. But he had an open door for the enemy to strike his finances. Is somebody listening to me? You want your, your personal finances to prosper? Tithe. You want your business to prosper? Tithe. Based on tithing is Old Testament. Tithing was, was done long before the law. Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek 400 years before the law. Hebrews chapter 7 still speaks about the tithe. When you tithe, Jesus receives the tithe and presents it because Melchizedek was a high priest. Oh my God. Abraham paid his tithe to the high priest. Hebrews teaches us that we have a high priest in heaven who received tithe. Hallelujah. And when you, when you tithe to the Lord, now so many people say pray for my financial breakthrough, but never given. I can say this for sure. I stood in the church one day, I said, I'm going to pray. Everybody will receive financial breakthrough. God rebuked me. He said, I cannot violate my word. I said, Lord, what do you mean? He says, that applies only to givers. Lord, protect their finances, but there's no tithe. The tithe brings the protection. Who's listening to me right now? You can tithe your way out of financial deficit. 
if you receive a thousand rand a month, it means a tithe is a hundred rand. But that, that when you tithe, the thousand does not stay the thousand. You better hear me right now. Every time the seed in the ground, seed has been created for one thing. If, if, there was a son that I gave somebody an apple and he tasted the apple and it was sweet. And I gave him the seed and I said, eat the seed and it was bitter. I said, you know what, that, think about that seed. That seed does not know about coronavirus. The seed does not know about drought. No, you didn't, you better hear me. Seed does not know about job loss. Seed knows one thing, and that's what is he, he's created for to do, and that's to produce. And by the way, the Bible speaks about money as seed. You want love? So love. You want peace? So peace. You want grace? So grace. Am I speaking to the right, the right crowd? You can't so love and expect money. God gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I don't know if I have to say what I wanted to say the next, but when I was in America, I needed breakthrough. Most of you don't even know this. A huge breakthrough. I leaned to me, so, I wanted with everything in me, cast demons out. <laughs> you want me to sow in famine? See, it's impossible. And you know what? With her, you can't argue. Because she plays unfair. She takes out the word. As I preach to you, no, please don't. <laughs> I can put her on the spot. I many times tell her, I don't need a preacher right now. I need a wife. Yes. No, 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 you need the word. All right, long story short. So now I was in America. I, I need a miracle. I need a miracle on this building. I need a miracle over there. Everything now is times 15. We stayed there for two months. Everything's times 15. If I have to add up what the miracle oh, that's another story. But long story short, I need a miracle. They tell me this building, they're taking it away. I need a miracle. I told nobody about that. She told me, sow something that hurts you. And trust me, I sowed something in America that hurt me. It broke me to my core. It didn't hurt me. It broke me to my core. It's something that I did that was, for me, it was, especially for the hour that I was in. And then when I set my foot back in South Africa, the first seed manifested for this building. And it was more, it was, I, 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 let me tell you, it happened so quickly. I fought seed, time and harvest. But I, leave, I believe the hour that we are in, time will be real. I know the Bible says, as long as the earth remains, there will be seed, time and harvest. But there will be a quickening over the time we are on monday again this is day nine there's a quickening in time because there's no more time why do i say this stuff because you can't listen you you have to understand that when you sow that seed the seed has one thing in mind that's to that's to produce that's to produce seed that's not going to say well you know remember the COVID." no seed says give me a job put me in the ground Come on, nurture me. Put water on my head and I'm going to grow. Who understands that? Shout hallelujah if you're there. So we have to apply kingdom principles to our finances. Then God will turn everything around. So please look at Deuteronomy 28. It speaks about the blessing, right? 
But did you know that this was the covenant that God gave to Moses? Uh, to Abraham, rather. This was Abraham's covenant. Deuteronomy 28. Now, get it on the, do we have it on the screen? No, we don't have it on the screen. So I'm going to read this to you. Deuteronomy. You know where Deuteronomy is? Right next to Revelation. Now, I'm going to read this to you. It says, now. Please say now. now. Please say now. now. Now it shall come to pass. So the minute you start to realize this kingdom principle, it shall happen for you. Now. Your now can be tomorrow. Okay. Your now can be next month. The quicker you realize the word of God, the quicker your now will be. Let me say that again. Some people's now will be in the next minute. How many of you are tired seeing family members struggle financially? How many of you are tired of struggling financially? Come on, how many, how many of you, be honest. How many of you are sick and tired? If you want to buy a dress, you want to buy a dress. Amen. Don't get How many of you are sick and tired of being sick and tired? Sick and tired of being broken, defeated? You know, one of our team members came to me and said, I want to ask you a question. I know a guy, he hates God, and he's driving a fancy car. I serve God, and uh, I don't drive that same car as that godless guy does. As you have to understand, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes rich, he adds no sorrow. The way he got that car, he must keep that car. With sorrow. Then suddenly he can't pay it, and the bank takes it back. I said, but the blessing of God reverse the curse. <laughs> the blessing of God means that He blesses you and He removes the sorrow. In other words, you go at, to bed at night and you don't worry, how will I pay this car? And how will I pay this house? Because God says, no man can curse what I have blessed. No man can say no when God says yes. Hallelujah. So your now can be whenever you believe the word of God. Even if your spouse does not believe the word of God, you better believe the word of God. His word shall not come back void. I said, His word shall not come back void. When you apply kingdom principles, put God first in your life. Before you do deals, Lord, open up the door. You say in your word, God shall open up a door for me which no man can shut. Don't do the deal by yourself. Hear me right now. You want that new contract? You act like a big shot. You know exactly who you are. I'm royalty. My father is the king of kings and the lord of lords. Before I, we had this property, I went to a venue to rent this venue. And it was a bar. The bar closed down. It was a big bar. Nice church. And I got in there. I said, I want to rent this property. He says, what, what do you want to do? Open a bar? I said, no, a Holy Ghost facility, you know, we want a church. He says, sorry, won't be able to give it to a church, never will. I said to him, let me quickly tell you, if you had me on this property, you would have been blessed. All the businesses on this facility will be blessed. I told that guy. I said, but watch and see, because you rejected God's word. A month after that, the whole place was repossessed. You better hear me. You act like a big shot. Your father is the king of kings and the lord of lords. If God tells you to do something, don't say how. Abraham didn't say, Lord, can I take Ishmael? 
Think about that. Take Isaac, the son of promise. Read this. Now it shall come to pass. Say now. now. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord, your God. You see, quickly. Here's another instruction. You can't claim the now unless you obey the voice of God in the now. So first of all, when I attract a blessing, I have to obey the voice. To obey His voice, I must know His voice. To know His voice, I must spend time in His presence. Faith does not make sense, it makes miracles. Most of the stuff that God asked me to do made no sense. <laughs> it's quiet again. You know what I did? I have to say this again. You know, every time I want to read the scripture, things jump up. I saved money. My wife doesn't save money. I told her the one day, it's time we save money. She rebuked me. She says, only Jesus saves. So I can't win with you. I can't win with you. So, so every time I got money for me, put it away. Put it away. Put it away. Because I said, at the end of the year, I want to bless my family. And somebody came to me and blessed me personally. And I said, the Lord is listening to me. Put it away. Put it away. And I put it away in a bag. And it, I think it came to 120,000 rand for the year. That, you know, from all over the world, people just give me personally, you know. Just not for the ministry for yourself. Because most people bless the ministry. Hello. Yeah. They bless the ministry. When it goes into the ministry, it belongs to the ministry. Hear me right now. It belongs to the ministry. So now I had this money. I put it away. I said, at the end of the year, I'm going to take care of my family. I'm not going to wait for December. Everybody's in Durban. Nobody's worrying about the church. I said to Eileen, do you know what I want to do? I wish I could bless at least 10 people with 10,000 rand. It's just my heart. I wish I could do it. She says, you can. I said, I can't. She says, you've got money. I said, no, it's my money. I'm not going to, and I told the whole spirit, I'm not going to sit December month again. And long story short, I went to bed. It burned me. It burned me. Next day I said to her, you win. Get 10 people. We went to 10 families. And we handed out 10, for 10, 10 different people, 10,000 rand. Most of them cried. Most of them needed it. She said to me, doesn't this feel good? Yes. <laughs> All right, so why did I say that? Because the scripture teaches us when you listen, when you obey, these things shall come upon you quickly, and then the power of God is going to fall. Now it shall come to pass. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe, that's the second one. You have to observe carefully. All his commandments, which I command you today, God is in the specifics. When God speaks, you have to obey him specifically. Did you read the scripture? What does he say? It says to observe carefully all of his commandments. You have to observe carefully all the commandments that the Lord your God will set, and then the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations. And all these blessings shall come upon you, and it shall overtake you. Okay, you didn't hear me. The Bible promises me. Basically, this is in the Old Testament. The Bible says in the New Testament, all scriptures has been given by inspiration of the Holy Ghost. This means Genesis 1 verse 1 has been given by God and it still applies for me today. The whole scripture has been given. Say the whole scripture. 
not just the parts that applies of grace, but the whole scripture has been given through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So he says, these blessings shall do what? It shall come upon me. But I, I better get to somebody's head. God does not just want the blessing on you. He wants you to, the blessing to overtake you. This means that when you have to get to that place, that there's already provision. No, you didn't hear me. Before you step into that board meeting, the favor is already waiting for you there. The contract is already there. That's the covenant of God. He says it shall be upon you. It means you shall walk in the blessings of God. But you never have to. Yes, Lord. When God created Adam, He created the animals. He did not say to Adam, go and look for the lion. He said, I will bring the animals to you. You call him what you see. We are living in the hour that you not have to look for the blessing. But the blessing shall overtake you. It shall come, my God. When you step into a place, the blessing of God will be there. Hallelujah. I'm preaching this to you. Do you know why? Because shackles of finances are being broken tonight by the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says, uh, he says that mercy and grace shall follow me all the days of my life. I'm telling you, the very thing that has been following you shall catch up with you in the name of Jesus. You have a twin. He's a drilling man. Goodness and mercy. His grace, his favor. Shout hallelujah. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. He doesn't say blessed shall you be in the United States. That even if you stay in Zimbabwe and you fear God and you obey His voice, these blessings apply to you. Abraham saw the blessing of God. Isaac saw water in a drought. Doesn't matter where you stay. <laughs> Somebody needs to hear this. Isaac also wanted to leave. God says, You're going nowhere. Blessed shall you be in the city. Come on, blessed shall you be in Pretoria. Blessed shall you be in Irene. Blessed shall you be in Germiston. Blessed will you be in Boxburg. Blessed shall you be in Kempton Park. Blessed shall you be in Rustenburg. Blessed shall you be in In Oog Buffelsfontein. Say blessed. Say blessed. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. This means God says, I'll take care of your body. You will live a long life. Say, I will live a long life. Listen to me. Look at me. This body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. This is, not a this is not a post office of Satan. I refuse to feel sick. You, you, you didn't hear me right now. So many people believe that, you know, being sick is just part of it. It's absolute nonsense. Jesus Christ, if He wants to take you to heaven, He can do it without sickness and disease. But he cannot violate his word. He says, with long life shall I satisfy thee. I want to say something. And that's how it should be. No children of God must die a tragic death. When a child of God has done what he needed to do for God. He can sit on the chair and say, Jesus, come and get me. And because of covenant, the Lord can take you there without sickness. Say, blessed is the fruit of my body. The produce of your crowns, 
the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. The offspring, the children of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Blessed shall you be when you go in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Now listen to me. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. When you obey the voice of God, the Bible is very clear. Part of the covenant is you don't have to fight your enemies. You don't have to respond to the critics. I get asked this question, how do you respond to critics? I can tell you what my flesh wants to say. What my spirit man says, block, delete, because God will deal with them. I don't have to. Because why? I have to be heavenly minded. I have to put my mind on things from above. Come on, I'm speaking to the right crowd. It says, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. And in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. What does he say? God will cause the blessing. God will cause the blessing. I want you to do me a favor quickly. I have to stop right now. Because God shows me something. Lift your hand with me quickly. His word says he will cause the blessing. That's what the word of God teaches. I believe these people here understand my voice. You need God's provision. You need God to break through for you right now in this hour. Financially. When God revives you, He revives everything. This is the revival, people. This is not just a get-together club. It's time that finances rise. It's time that business deals come through. It's time that you get your promotion at your job. Come on, it's time. It's time that everybody applied for that position. You don't get it. Everybody else gets it. It's your time. I said, it's your time. If your neighbor can have it, how much more can you have it? The apple of God's eye. These people sitting here, you're waiting on, on money in your business. These people here, you're waiting on tax money to be paid out to you. But God's blessing can turn things around for you and cause you to favor. You know, the, te- the scripture teaches us to obey His voice. To heed to his commandments. He says as a man, whatever a man sows, that he will reap. If we want to see a financial turnaround, we have to start to trust God in our finances. Every hand lifted, come on. Father, I take authority. In the name of Jesus. Your people, Lord, will eat and be satisfied. And will have more than enough to give out. I pray for every single preacher. In South Africa and the nation of the world. That you provide every single need. Right now, Father. Your word says you give seed to the sower. Every single sower, Lord, will not have to wait on the blessing of God. But we will call the things that is not though they are. That's what your word says. I'm not a name it, claim it. I'm a believe it, receive it guy. If you believe it, you will receive it. My God is power. I feel the power. Now listen to me. Every eyes closed, every hand lifted. Would you stand to your feet? We can lift your hands. I feel the glory of God filling this house. 
See, in the glory of God, where you don't have to beg, you declare the word. I'm not speaking to everybody. I'm speaking to the sowers, to the faithful, to those who's listening to the word of God. That's what, that's what the Bible teaches us. Your covenant right says that you have the right to the blessing of the Lord. That's covenant right. Covenant right says that you are no longer part of the curse. You are blessed beyond the curse. The promises that God gave to Abraham is for you and your whole household. My prayer tonight is that it will manifest in our lives. Let it manifest. You, you have to pray with me right now. Let it manifest. Send your angels tonight. Let them bring forth financial breakthrough to the people of God. Your word says in the last days that the money of the unjust shall come forth to the just. Your word says I will bless you to be a blessing. Your word says that we will, we will be able to, to borrow, but we will never have to, we, we will be able to give people money out, but we will never have to go to a bank, nor have to go into debt, for God is my shepherd. I want to turn it around. You will, you will lend out to many, but you'll never have to borrow. Let the nations turn to the Christians. Let the nations turn to the righteous and to the just. Listen, I'm not trusting for anything other than the supernatural right now. I know there's people who need a 24-hour turnaround. If you need a 24-hour turnaround right now in your finances, I want you to start to pray. Come on. Lift those voices. Let's lift up the... Let's go up with the keyboard. Come on. I want you to pray. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in your own language. But tonight we put a demand on the Word of God. Blessing you will bless us, your word says. Your word says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Your word says, we remind you of your word. You will withhold nothing good from the righteous. Every financial yoke, every spirit of poverty, we come against it in the name of Jesus. Every mind that has not been renewed, Every high thing that has exalted itself against the knowledge of God, we break in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Pray for a minute. The power of God is available right now. Let your power touch your people. In the name of Jesus. You ask Him, Lord, bring forth that promotion. We declare that promotion in the name of Jesus. You open a door which no man can shut. You shut the door which no man can open. Your word says as I obey, I will be the head and not the tail. Come on, remind him of his word. Give your seat an assignment. You have nothing. You have seen nothing yet. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. Your word says, if you are my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. The church will no longer lack. I command the sleeping giant to arise in the name of Jesus. 
Step into your position. Step into the fullness of God. His word says, my God shall supply all of my needs. Not some of my needs. All of my needs. According to His wallet. According to His budget. Come on, you better take your miracle with force right now. Lord, I'm not going, I'm not leaving like I came. Revive my finances. No pandemic will stop the blessing of God. Revive your people's finances, Lord, I pray. Let heaven open up over your people. Devil, take your hands off their money. The curse has been broken by the power of God. God is going to touch people right now. Come on, pray, pray, pray. 30 seconds. I hear him say, I'm giving people new assignments. New assignments. New opportunities. The fresh. You have to get over. Get across the threshold. For God is opening up a door in this hour. It will not be for the lukewarm. It shall not be for the unrighteous. It shall be for the just. The just shall live by faith and not by sight. Hear me right now, a friend of God will never have to beg. You will get into a position where you declare the word of God and it shall not come back for it. Come and open your mouth and declare the word of God. Open those mouths and declare the word of God. Lord, we speak to our cupboards. Let food come forth. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, He can multiply the food. He can multiply your groceries. Come on, 30 seconds. Pray like you've never prayed before. Kick open that door in Jesus' name. Place the demand on the anointing. Many, many, many will be touched tonight. Many people will come back with a financial report in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're going to anoint them according to your word. Come on, go on. 20 seconds, 20 seconds. Makaramanda. Ribababa sondo robo shakarabandi. Don't speak about your mountain. Speak to that mountain in faith. Contract, I command you in the name of Jesus. Come forth in Jesus' name. Every stumbling block, we curse it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Give him that bull right now. Give him that bull right now. Lord, I'm trusting you. Ma papa robobo shababahanda. Ma korobobo shababahande. Those who spring for increase, promotion at work. Every sower is in your word. People of God, the power of the Lord is flowing here right now. Whew. Who's believing 24-hour turnarounds? Lift your hands. Who believe financial turnaround? Come on, sowers, if you're a sower, 
you are next in line according to the word of God. I ask you for supernatural turnaround. The enemy has stolen too much. He has taken too much. But we command a seventh fold return in the name of Jesus. I want to say this in Afrikaans. My month is my month. The power, the power, the power of God. The word says in that day, the yoke shall be destroyed from the necks because of the anointing oil. Today is that day, people. The anointing of God is here right now. God is touching people. You can ask big because you serve a big God. Give me one more minute. One more minute. I'm going to pray for you. Do me a favor. Use your purse, your card, whatever it is, as a contact point. Get it in your hand quickly. As a contact point. As a step of faith that God can turn around your finances. Churches, ministries, He can turn around your finances. If there's one thing that God taught me this year, is if He says it, He means it. Come on, use it as a contact point. The Bible says, those who remind God of His promises should not rest. What does this mean? It means don't ever stop reminding Him of his, what, his, what His Word says. That's your reality. Your reality is not what your bank account says. I'm sorry, did I see this? It is not what your electricity bill says. It's what His Word says. That's your reality. So, Father, as your people agree, in the name of Jesus Christ, I break every stronghold over their finances. In the name of Jesus, I ask you for a renewal of their minds. That they will come into agreement right now that everything that I have is yours. And they will come in covenant and say, Lord, from now on, you are the CEO of my finances. You are the CFO of my life. The chief financial officer, Lord. You make the decisions and we follow. Come on, you tell the Lord that. If you're a sower, you have the right to say, Lord, according to your word. There's a 30-fold, a 60-fold, a 100-fold return on my seeds. In the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy 1.11 says, I pray that God will increase you a thousandfold. Let that thousandfold anointing fall in this place. In Jesus' name. There's power here, people of God. I want to move this thing away. If there's anybody in the first row that's trusting God for financial turnaround, quickly come to the front. Bring that wallet of yours, bring that card, bring your purse, lift it to heaven. We stand in agreement. 
it is written in that day the anointing oil shall destroy the yoke the anointing oil shall destroy the yoke I said the anointing oil shall destroy the yoke father in the name of Jesus we curse every curse in Jesus name reverse it tonight finances revise I heard him say there's a person who's standing here the only thing that you see is a valley full of dead and dry bones can these bones live can these bones live oh God you know prophesy to these bones tell those bones bones hear the word of God I command you to live I command my finances to live in Jesus name we command church finances to live prophesy to the breath breathe upon these slain that they might live oh there it is I hear the sound <laughs> I hear the sound I hear a rattling sound bone coming together bone to bone my God thank you Jesus I'm gonna pray for people from the side quickly just the anointing of God to touch them um, I just need one person that's not an usher there another usher that's not in the front all right you know we'll pray for you afterwards father I thank you for families I thank you for your anointing it shall destroy every financial yoke in Jesus name okay I feel the power here goes the power touch your people every yoke every single yoke on the finance is broken by the power of God turn it around supernatural 24 hour turn around in the finances a 24 hour turn around 24 hours break through in the finances in that day the anointing oil shall destroy the yoke anoint them oh that's power here break every yoke of finances break it off them in Jesus name open up doors which no man can shut break it off them Lord we break it through the anointing oil it's broken like never before deals supernatural supply in Jesus name Lord we break it over lineage in the name of Jesus we command the blessed as he comes and blessed as he goes in the name of Jesus because of the anointing the second row come up to the states God is busy touching these people on the ground the anointing oil is destroying the yokes as the word of God says in that day the anointing oil shall destroy the yoke second and third row you can do me a favor everybody can line up here at, at the stage I'm just gonna pray for you on the stage and I trust God that as the anointing touches you that there will be breakthrough come to where's the first guy where's Tina's bring the first first person if I pray for you you can go that way if you can father break every yoke on their finances in the name of Jesus break every yoke on their finances bring the next one we pray come on we pray tonight's the night for financial turnaround no promise shall come back void no promise shall come back void no promise no promise shall come back void in the name of Jesus supernatural turnaround Lord it shall happen quicker than what they say in the name of Jesus thank you for financial provision thank you Lord so I touch them I thank you for this family 
that you will break through for them in this hour. Lord, both financially and physically, in Jesus' name, devil who can no longer steal, we break off the curse in Jesus' name. We break off this curse in the name of Jesus. Bring in the second one. Every single family in this place, the scripture says, if two or more agree on anything, it shall be done. Thank you, Father, for supernatural provision. Whew, supernatural provision. Open up doors which no man can shut. Blessed Jesus, we stand in agreement. 24-hour turnaround. There it is. A breakthrough in the finances. Every single sower, you will not go home disappointed. In Jesus' name. Turn it around, Lord. Turn it around for your people. Come on, everybody in the church, continue to pray. Pray for these people like it's your own mother, it's your own sister. Pray like it's your own situation. Sow that seed, sow that seed of prayer in their lives. We break the yoke right now. In the name of Jesus. Bring them here if you don't mind. The fire of God. Blessing, Lord. I declare favor on this business. Oh, there it is. There it is. Every yoke destroyed. Now, every doubt broken by the power of God. Touch their finances, I pray. Touch their finances. Let's go there. Come on. The third row, the fourth row. Make your way here. We're going to trust God together. Just give me your hands. Financial breakthrough. Financial turnaround. There goes the anointing. Crush it tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Crush lack. We crush lack. Thank you for favor, Jesus. Favor like never before. Supernatural wealth, I declare that in the name of Jesus. Supernatural wealth. There's more place here. Don't rush. If God is touching you on the ground, stay on the ground. We will find the place. When you're on the floor, you ask God, Lord, bless me, as your word says. Financial breakthroughs. I want to put my hand on the scar. Supernatural. Supernatural wealth. They will lack nothing. Put them there. They will lack nothing. Again, church, pray like it's your own situation. You sow prayer in these people's lives. You reap prayer. Touch them. Financial turnaround. In the name of Jesus. New positions, I ask you. In Jesus' name, bring increase. I declare this over their lives. In the name of Jesus. Never lack. Never lack supernatural abundance. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural abundance. The word says, those who's rooted in the house of God shall flourish in the old days. I ask you, let her flourish. Let her flourish, Jesus. No lack. There we go. No lack whatsoever. Destroy every yoke. Financial yokes. Broken by the power of God. Never a yoke ever again, Jesus. Never a yoke ever again. In Jesus' name. Financial turn around, Lord. Let them see the goodness of God. Let them experience your great mercy. This is for Mark. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Miracle. A miracle for Mark. In Jesus' name. Okay, there's more space there in the floor. Let's take the next on the floor. Financial breakthrough. Touch these hands. Wherever it touches, it shall prosper. Thank you, Jesus. Just line them up on the floor. Ooh, there's breakthrough. I ask you, 24-hour miracle. Dead cancellation. Dead cancellation, Jesus. Dead cancellation. There's people here. You're going to have a testimony that your debt has been supernaturally taken care of. Come on, who believes that right now? Lord, it's spoken. It shall be done. 
Lift your hands. If there's more people that need financial breakthrough, come on, make a line. Thank you, Jesus. 24-hour turnaround. 24-hour turnaround in finances. Break every yoke, every single yoke to be destroyed by, by the power of God. Lord, never lack. Increase, Lord. He, the blessing will be so big, you will not know what to do with it. I declare it. Now, no more lack. No more lack. No more lack financial breakthrough, Jesus. Increase. Increase upon your people. Increase. Come on, somebody shout this. Increase in the house. Increase. 24 hour turnaround. I don't know you. I see a business. A supernatural release of God's favor is coming. I declare this right now, Lord, that this week he will see the goodness of God. Open up doors. Woo! Which no man can shut in Jesus' name. Supernatural, that's power. Supernatural. Increase, increase, increase in Jesus' name. Increase by the power of God. Every lack, I curse it. I curse it. Whoa. In the name of Jesus, we curse lack. We curse lack. Come on, don't stop. You continue praying for these people. Supernatural. 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 Favor upon her finances. 24-hour turnarounds for your people, Jesus. We believe your word. We believe your word. The word says houses we did not build. In the name of Christ, I give you praise, Jesus. Every yoke, let it be destroyed by the power of God. Let it be destroyed by the power of God. No more lack. No more lack. I want to get the oil. Come on, you better shout because it's done for you. You better shout because it's done for you. If there's more, quickly make your way. His word is yes and amen. No promise shall come back void. He will not alter any word that comes from his mouth. Lift your hands and receive the breakthrough power of God's anointing. Oh, in the name of Jesus, financial turnaround. Financial turnaround, Jesus. Do it right now. 'em your hands one more time, please. Dead cancellation. Supernatural supply. Supernatural supply. Is there anybody sick among you? Who's sick in this place? Come to the front. The Lord is going to heal you. Lord, thank you for supernatural supply. Every need to be met according to your riches and glory. Jesus name Lord I ask your supernatural miracle in the name of Jesus no sower will be turned away if you're a sower you have the right to proclaim the blessing of the Lord I'm just gonna pray for them now and pray for the sick if you're sick oh that side I'm gonna pray for the sick now Jesus thank you thank you for your word thank you for your word thank you for your word Thank you, blessed Lord. From the head to the soles of the feet. Help me in the front. Thank you, blessed Jesus. That's this little girl. Let your anointing be upon her. Let the favor of God rest heavily upon her. In the name of Jesus. Come on, there's an anointing of God flowing here. Run through the crowd. Thank you. Just continue to pray. Don't stop praying. 
just don't stop praying now you remind God what his word says put your hand on your stomach in the name of Jesus there is the power of God I rebuke pain okay Lord I curse this report in the name of Jesus I curse that report in the name of Jesus remind him of his words Jesus Jesus we give her what we have be healed body the anointing thank you Jesus I destroy the yoke under the authority of the Holy Spirit over this body Lord release this anointing in this man right now no more Thank you for new kidneys. A creative miracle in this body. Kidneys, hear the word of God. Come alive. Come alive. Heart, you shall live. You shall live in the name of Jesus. Oh, I feel the healing power of the Lord flowing through you, sir. I cancel every doctor's report. Whose report shall you believe? We believe the report of the Lord. Life is flowing in you right now. In the name of Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Lord. This whole list. Touch him now in Jesus' name. Please back is in position now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, that's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Come on, try right stool. What are you trusting God for? What for the truth, dear? Okay, so we're on that. Sugar diabetes, I curse it. Be gone. Let's just do this quickly. Oh, I'm gonna try. Otherwise, France, we have to come up with that camera. As we stay, okay, this Diana, though your, your right leg is shorter than the left one. Did you know that? Grow! <laughs> Perfection. I break every yoke. Quickly stand to your feet. Touch your feet. Come up. Go down again. Move yourself. What do you feel on your body? You could never go this low. <laughs> Jesus, thank you. Never again. Infirmity, you are illegal in this body. Touch him, Lord. Come on, give Jesus a great hand of praise. It is illegal in this body. I command it in Jesus' name. One of these nights, I'm going to teach on healing. Why people get healed immediately? Why certain people take some time? You don't want to miss it. And how to pray for them. Let's check this one. This is a big one. Can you see it there? Is it on the camera? The wrong camera. Father, I give you all the praise. <laughs> Grow in the name of Jesus. Oh, come, come. Centimeter more. 
perfection. Every form of pain, every form of pain, I curse it. Infirmity, you have no authority over him. Be healed in Jesus' name. From your head to the soles of your feet. There's a person watching me right now. You have cancer. Cancer is eating you up. The doctors gave you a report that you're not going to live very long. I've got great news for you. Stretch out your hands, guys, towards this camera. I come on that cancer spirit. Loosen that person now. In the name of Jesus. I hear there's a person of the name of James watching me right now. God is healing your body. I see James in the intensive care, in hospital. Doctors gave up hope over your life. But I command that spirit of death to loosen you right now. And I speak to that body, you shall live. Come out of that coma, James. In the name of Jesus. I speak life to your body, James. Death, loosen him now. In Jesus' name. Come on, the Lord is speaking to me. There's a Karina watching me. Karina, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Pigmentation on the skin clears out right now in the name of Christ Jesus. We command that skin clear out now under the power of the Holy Spirit. Now in the name of Jesus. I see a blind eye. Put your hand on that eye right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command blindness. Loosen that man in the name of Jesus. Let him go right now. Let them go right now. As a person watching me, you are suicidal. God is delivering you right now. Come on. Yes, Lord. Now, put your hand on your screen. The power of God is hitting you right now from your head to the soles of your feet. Right now in Jesus' mighty name. Right now in Jesus' name. There's a person. You are watching me as I speak. You are about to lose your house. You've listened to this message tonight. You say, Lord, please do something for me. Trust God. With every single step of your life. And I ask you tonight, Lord, give seed to the sower. Turn it around for them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a praise.